0: Happy Easter. It's a joy to share in this glorious celebration with you, to be part of a service that honors both the day of resurrection and these continued days, the ongoing effect of that resurrection. We gather not just to remember what happened, but to witness to our faith that something is happening. Faith is required because an empty tomb and a resurrected Lord is not an everyday occurrence. We haven't seen empty tombs. The first disciples had not seen empty tombs. And it takes a lot to see what's not there when you're looking for what is supposed to be. Which is why the disciples struggled. What they ultimately saw is what we seek to see. It's a gospel worth standing for. On the first day of the week, at early dawn, the women who had come with Jesus from Galilee came to the tomb, taking the spices that they had prepared. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they went in, they did not find the body. While they were perplexed about this, suddenly two men in dazzling clothes stood beside them. The women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground, but the men men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen, Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners and be crucified, and on the third day rise again? Then they remembered his words, and returning from the tomb, they told this to the eleven and to all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them who told this to the apostles. But these words seemed to be to them an idle tale, and they did not believe them. But Peter got up and ran to the tomb, stooping and looking in. He saw the linen cloths by themselves. Then he went home, amazed at what had happened. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I hope you're still amazed at what happened. Don't let resurrection become mundane. And don't judge those who took a while, who are taking a while for this to sink in. It's a lot. It wouldn't be such good news if it was really ordinary news. Besides, Sometimes that which is right in front of us is lost to us. If it was a snake, it would have bitten you. I've heard too many times in my life. Every time it was annoying. It's embarrassing enough that whatever it is that I'm searching for is right before my eyes. There's no need to bring snakes into it. Recently, I was looking for a particular spice that Sally really likes, one that I brought back, imported for her from Florida. (laughs) I opened the cabinet, didn't see it, with an abundance of humility said, where is the Columbia seasoning that you so enjoy? Or perhaps it came out as, I don't see the Columbia seasoning. (laughs) It was one of those. To which all three members of my family replied, in unison, not humbly, it's right in front of you. Had they said if it was a snake, there would have been seasoning all around the kitchen. (laughs) Sometimes we have trouble seeing what's right in front of us. Maybe it's because there's just too much available, such that what we're looking for blends in. Or maybe it's that we're predisposed to see what should be there and not see what should not, because we don't expect that to be there, or we don't want it to be there, or we can't believe that it really is. Despite Jesus having told the disciples that he would be killed, but on the third day he would be raised, no one expected to see that. More precisely, no one expected to not see his body in the tomb. The women did as they must. They prepared the burial spices, headed out at dawn with only one objective in mind, to go and prepare Jesus' body for a proper burial. It was the best that they could do for him in the moment. He deserved it. They could offer it. To the tomb they went. I've made hundreds of trips to Mount Hope Cemetery. Between here and there, I've thought about what I would do once I arrived, introduce the committal portion of the service, read some scripture, pray, commit the body to its resting place, pray again, offer condolences. I never once contemplated what I would do. If I got there, found the casket open, Nobody in it. Some men in dazzling clothes saying, He's not here. He told us to tell you to find him at his house. That's not from a lack of faith. It's a realistic appraisal of every single experience in a cemetery. Save one. So we can... Criticize the women for not skipping to the tomb without their burial spices, going to see how Jesus left the place. Or, we can acknowledge that the best among us would have done exactly what they did. Gone to the tomb to do our best for the deceased body of our Lord. And when we arrived, as was the case for those women... The darkness would have obscured what was there. We would have had to search the tomb as our eyes adjusted. And like those women, even after our eyes had adjusted, we would have had trouble seeing what was not there. I say this confidently because those women had been with Jesus saw what God was able to do through Jesus, heard from Jesus' on lips that on the third day He would be raised, yet they could not see it. They could not see what was not there. They had to be told, it's right in front of you. Or more accurately, His body is not right in front of you. As hard as it is to see sometimes, what is there? It can be even harder to see what is not. Our expectations create such certainty that to come to terms with something that is unexpected can be a miracle. The miracle that day, and the days that followed, was that the disciples began to accept that yes, Jesus' body was not there, yes, He had been raised. The living no longer among the dead. The miracles since have been for those who are able to see the world in light of what was not there. To see what was not in the tomb that day is to see possibilities that we could not otherwise imagine. Resurrection vision means our prejudiced eyes can be fixed. Resurrection eyesight means that we can see to forgive. A resurrection perspective tells us That just because it doesn't seem likely or has not happened to us, doesn't mean it can't or it won't. Because if God can be born in the flesh, all things are possible. And if God can die, then there is greater love than we ever knew before. And if God is raised from the dead, then there is nothing that can defeat God's kingdom, including sin and death. So yes, weeping may linger for the night. We can be stressed until we sweat blood. We can suffer beyond what bodies and minds should have to endure. Our hopes and dreams can be stuck in a hole and sealed with a rock. Weeping may linger for the night. But yes joy we know comes in the morning.